This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew on Joy 94.9. Well, good evening, Australia. Thanks to Transpositions for the last show um, and potentially the next show, my Absolutely. love. Absolutely. <laughs> now, obviously, the two hosts of Transpositions are the gorgeous Michelle and the gorgeous Megan. Absolutely. Um, and we'll be introducing a very special guest tonight, which is Michelle. We're lucky enough to have her in the studio and she'll be here in about five minutes. Um, and she's a self-confessed trans woman makeup artist, overshare, a radio host, IT nerd and makeup artist, <laughs> which is <laughs> such a heady cocktail. I, know, I can't well. wait. <laughs> You've got, I was going to so you'll be able to talk a lot about makeup because you were a makeup artist for many years as well. I was my love. indeed. I know my way around a makeup bag. <laughs> oh, goodness, you cosy girls get together. It's like the snake pit. You got to watch out. Now, my love. Yes. What's Chatterbox about? Well, we are a talk show where we bring in a member of the GLBTI community, and they get to choose four songs, and they best really tell their story. So, from growing up right the way through to, to now, um, and we can't wait to hear Michelle's story because it's it's an absolute cracker. Now, my love, yes. we can't proceed any further. Mm. We have to say a big happy birthday to our darling friend Amity. Turned 40 on the weekend. She, we had a wonderful time. So thank you, my love. Marvellous lunch in a vineyard at Red Hill and pretty much fell down the hill to her house afterwards. It was lovely. <laughs> and something else was happening in Melbourne town this um, on the long weekend Well, the Queen well. of Pop was here. The Queen of Elton Pop. Elton John. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Donna Bloody Summer's dead. <laughs> no, Madge. Madge. Magadonna was in town and apparently she was amazing. There were some beat up articles in the paper saying she had a breakdown on stage and she was yeah. drinking tequila. But honestly, she can do what she likes. She can She's do Madonna. what she likes. She's been doing this for years. <laughs> apparently it was one of the best concerts period. Absolutely. Everybody and that went said it was absolutely incredible. Uh, so out of her back catalogue. Yes. What the hell do we play, my love? My favourite Madonna song, actually. Is this your favourite? Yeah, absolutely favourite Madonna song and favourite Madonna video. Yes. Which is Express Yourself. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, Michelle, just after the break on Joy 94.9. Come on, girls. You believe in love? Because I got something to say about it. And it goes something like this. Like this. Oh, 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 
You're listening to Shadowbox with Brett and Andrew on Joy 94.9. Them are loved. And we've got a wonderful, wonderful guest tonight. Absolutely. Now, you normally hear her on Transpositions, our opener. She's our, so Tuesday. <laughs> She's our Tuesday neighbour. <laughs> Here she is, the fabulous Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. Welcome to Why, Shadowbox. I love coming and being guests on other people's shows. Like, we went to World Wide Wave. You must have taken either they took it from you or you took it from them. I love coming in to get treated so well, get bottles of water. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say, if you hadn't just been on air, we would have taken you out for a glass of wine at the Hairy Canary, because that's, that's where we do our green room. That's I love it. <laughs> Apparently, the, that's the only reason why the Murphys come back to our show. They said, oh, because we, get, uh, we have a couple before the show. Oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> now, Michelle, if somebody hasn't heard Transpositions before, tell us a little bit about the show, how long you've been doing it. Oh, my God. The show's actually we're coming up to two years now, wow. the show. Wow. Um, I've been involved in about a year and a half of that with Megan. Yep. Um, I actually came on the show as a guest one day because my story had been a little bit different and I, I speak a different narrative to a lot of other people. Yep. And they go, you got to meet Michelle. She, she, she's so different. She said this, so that I came on, I told my story and I came out of the studio and there was like the, the program director, a few other people going, oh my God, oh my God, we, you were so awesome. Can you come back again next week? Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> and then they just kind of dragged me in and, and next thing you know, I'm... I'm one of the co-hosts running the show. Fantastic. Now, your show is obviously designed for the trans community. It is designed for the trans community, but also for the allies, so people can get a good understanding of uh, trans issues that are going on in the world. We really try to have a lighter fun side of things and not yeah. so much that heavy dark narrative of, of well I knew when I was four and, and I tried to commit suicide when I was 13 yeah. and it's like okay, okay you know, th- we, we all know that story Yeah, L- let's shake it up let's find new unique fun let's go global let's yeah. have fun with this and speaking of going global you've just had quite the milestone with your podcast oh um, uh, yeah 15,000 this week it was that's just, incredible it's amazing it is so cool and the show itself I mean we, we, we we're I think around the top five show here the ratings are good the, 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 everything it's just here I keep thinking of myself as this this kid from the Midwest yep. in the US and just who somehow landed here on the big island and next thing you know I'm I'm, I'm a woman now and, and I'm I'm hosting a radio show yeah. that's listening globally you yeah. must get some awesome feedback though on your show oh, because it is a very do. very different take on on I suppose you said that the normal trans issues that are out there, it's, it's not trying to make light of them, but it's, no. it's just trying to put a slightly different spin on them. I think a lot of things, a lot of other shows try to be a bit more editorial. Yeah. yeah. Um, where we don't, we really just try to have a bit of fun and a bit of a laugh and, and um, sometimes a bit talk. It's very magazine. Um, but yeah, it's just a really good fun feeling. Yeah. We've got such amazing, like even like I was saying earlier on the show before that, you know, to get messages from someone from the U.S. is yeah. going, oh, hey, you know, by the way, you know, your podcast, there was an episode that was a bit yeah. screwed up. Yeah. And we're like, and I'm replying back going, oh, well, thank you so much for telling me that. We'll get on top of it. And, and uh, thanks for your message. And hey, look, if there's anything ever you want to hear or have us talk about, let us let know. Us and, know. And, and have a great day. And then like, Holy bat balls, Batman. I can't believe you you replied back to me. I was just listening to you. And then Megan pops in. And Megan's like, oh, yes, thank you so much. For, oh, my God, it was both of you talking to me directly. I'm going, I'm just this person on a show. Yeah. We, we've had that recently. And um, I think, and it's, it's look, it's very hands-on here at Joy. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> but it is quite nice that you get a connection. And um, it's always lovely to hear from someone listening to your show and giving you direct feedback where you can actually do something about it. Wait until you're walking down Brook Street Mall and somebody yells, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. And I'm going, hi. <laughs> I have no idea who you oh, are. No. I'm like, oh, we're friends. We follow you on, on Transpositions. I'm like, oh, thank you for following. <laughs> that, was that, 
obviously a big part of Chatterbox is you get to choose four songs. Was that hard or easy for you? Oh, look, I've I've been interviewed quite a bit in many different places. And so I do get asks for songs quite often. Yep. And I really kind of dug a little bit more on this one. Um, so this one actually was a little bit hard. And I tried to get as personal as I could on this one. Great. So because... You know, we can talk a bit more. Yeah, it's yeah. Up to nine here. You know? This is your night. <laughs> it's all about me. Oh my goodness! Hey, you're listening to Brett and Andy tonight on Chatterbox with our fabulous guest Michelle, only on Joy ninety four point nine. Joy ninety four point nine in Melbourne. Joy.org.au for the world. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, Michelle, from Transpositions on Joy 94.9. Now, my love, we've had a couple of messages pop through, haven't we? We have indeed. We've had one from the lovely John from Burnley. Yes. Oh, no, sorry, John from Hawthorne. He used to be in Burnley. Yes. And said, late of Burnley. Yeah, late of Burnley, my love. <laughs> late of Burnley. A very good evening, ladies and gents. Andy, totally agree. Best Madonna song and video clip. And we've had another one. Yes. And it's from the gorgeous Sarah and Pete... And Harry and Soph. Oh, well, happy chatterbox, you lot over there in queue. Oh gosh, <laughs> we're very eastern suburbs tonight. We are love. a little bit. Goodness. We are now, Michelle. Yes, dear. Big part of Chatterbox, as we said just before we went to that traff, was choosing songs that best tell your story. Mm-hmm. And the first song we asked you to pick was about your early life. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about growing up. Growing up was a bit hard. Um, I'd always. Um, so growing up in the Midwest in St. Louis, yep. you're talking Bible Belt, you know, man's a man. Everyone's got their gender roles. It, in yeah, some ways, yeah. it, it, it still almost has that Stepford wifey kind of feel sometimes yep. at that time. Um, you know, my, my stepdad was, was um, uh, a pretty rough guy and, and was very big on uh, faking it till you make it. Do you want to be the guy washing the car, a guy driving the car? Yeah. Um, and so I was really kind of pushed into to, you know, being in this masculine role. Yep. Yeah. Labor work is beneath you. You always want a uh, white collar job, and and I always had a feminine side to myself that I, I remember being four years old and acting out on those feminine feelings, yep. and having to suppress those for such a long time was so hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, I remember just things like my thing was about makeup. I loved makeup. I loved to get my mom's makeup and try that yep. on. Um, you know, thinking when I'm younger, how much I just had these feminine feelings of God, I wish I'd just wake up tomorrow and just be a girl. Can I ask, did you recognize them as, as, or you just said, as you knew you wanted to be a girl? From- I knew I wanted to be a girl from, from a very young age and I knew there was something wrong, but at that time you really don't, you go, no, no, there's nothing wrong with yep. me. You know, I, I, you know, by the time I'm in my, my early to mid teens, you know, I'm attracted to women. I mean, I was identifying that I did find men attractive, yep. but oh my God, that's bad. That's gay. You know, gay's yeah, not yeah, good. Yeah, and, yeah. and, um, yeah. And so early life was a bit hard, but there was always, I always loved music when I was younger yep. and I always, it was always my sort of religion that yeah, I, yeah. I'd hear songs and I'd associate and I could just put it on and just disappear. Yeah. yeah it's something, it is really something, particularly I think as you, when you're young, it's somewhere great to just escape to. Exactly. Um, so you, have you got a big family or? I was the oldest, uh, four, four siblings. Yep. Um, my, um, my stepdad was around since I was three. So I knew him as my dad. Yeah. Um, very rough. Like, if you didn't catch the football, he basically would take it and throw it at you directly. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Um, he was, it was quite rough, quite abusive uh, growing up. Yeah. Um, I could go into nitty-gritty details, but you know what? I've grown way past those and yeah. developed further yeah. and come to peace with them. Yeah. yeah. And so, can I ask, what, at, at what age did um, you say when you knew reasonably early on that, that you wanted to be a girl? Well, I was at four. I knew I wanted to be a girl. I just knew in my own head that I just didn't like being a boy. Yeah. Um, 
suppressed it, did as much as I could, lived the high school male life as much as I could, dated females. Um, uh, there was a few points there. I remember meeting this one uh, friend at school who was gay. Um, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. actually recently gotten back in touch with. He's living in Paris now with his, with his husband. And I remember him talking about doing drag. Yeah. And our teacher going and saying, well, I'd promote underage sex before I would promote gay sex. Oh, wow. Yeah. She was really full on. She was like, no, you're lovely. That's fine. But I don't promote gay sex. And, and, and he, we were, but I remember he did even drag and I'm going to his place and like being so like nervous. And so I'm like, oh my God, so you, yeah. you, you do this, do you? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, I remember when I first started identifying and coming out and meeting somebody who was trans for the first time, um, I, I used to love going to this uh, Barnes and Noble bookstore. Yep. And... I used to go and look at all the different makeup books until yeah. I eventually bought my favorite book, which was uh, Making Faces yep. by Kevin O'Connor. Oh, fabulous book. Oh, and and that, yeah, we've got that, haven't we, Mark? That became, that was like my, it was like my National Geographic, like yeah. my Playboy. Like I, yeah, yeah. I it was, <laughs> <laughs> that was my. I love it. And so you'd see that, you know, you'd see other boys and stuff having their, their Playboy magazine, just sneaking these magazines. Here I am, I've got this Making Faces book and here yeah. I am in my high school letterman's jacket. I'm, I'm. <laughs> I'm trying to jock it up. And lady comes out and goes, Are you, can I help you? And I'm going, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> but so you I, know, putting, put, putting that aside, it's actually the most fascinating read because uh, of what he does. And I've never, and Andy, I mean, when I met Andy, you were still in cosmetics. Yeah. And when I, he showed me, I was like, this is the most amazing transformation uh, of people. That's what I loved about it. There was a real sense of escapism to it and a real sense of complete transformation, particularly when he was transformed forming well-known people into other well-known mm. people but but the, but the way it was being done was personal yeah. it wasn't just like well you take the oil and you apply it in, the, in, a, in a circular motion no it was it was the feeling yeah, behind absolutely. it oh yeah and and you'd understand how he did makeup sometimes he would do their makeup upside down as, as they were laying in their yeah. chair and he was yeah. the makeup artist to stars and yeah yeah and you know unfortunately he passed away but i remember coming back there again and, and meeting somebody trans for the first time and i wigged out yeah I'm going, no, I don't associate with this. Yeah, this isn't yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually I came back into it. And so, you know, before you really come out, you're really just cross-dressing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's be honest. That's all you're really doing. And you're, you're, you're acting out in your expression of who you are, but it's all it really is. And yeah, I remember yeah, going yeah. out to different clubs and there'd be gay clubs and, and I'm meeting more trans people or, cro- or cross-dressers or drag queens or whatever. And it really was not what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It was, you go to, you remember going to a gay bar and it was like all these stainless steel walls. An yeah. old man comes up to me and I see Paul and goes, oh, would you like a suck and I see Paul? And he's like putting in my face and I'm going, no, but it's really hot in here so I'll take it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to judge you for that, no, Michelle. No, but then, but then as I'm going up above the stairs, there's people yes. downstairs having sex or there was this one person, she's smoking weed and she's doing coke and she's going off and, and sucking someone off yeah. and, yeah, yeah. and I'm going, I'm not that. Yeah, and, yeah. And every time I'd see this example of what it was, yeah. who, what it was like to be trans or gay or whatever, it was, it was first off my own judgments of what I was told by my family, but then also I'm going into this bar and I'm, I'm seeing what these people are doing and I'm yeah, going, yeah. but I'm not that. I'm not identifying yeah. with it. But I remember when the one girl I went with, she was in, in this salon getting ready. Yeah. I did my own hair and I did my clothes. My clothes were quite conservative no different than really whatever yep. now yeah, yeah, yeah. and i'd already done a bit of my own makeup and i was just nervous going out because i hadn't gone out very much and this guy comes up to me who runs a salon and he goes honey let's just sit down for a second he goes let me just try some other colors on you and he sat down and he's putting some like like green liner or whatever like that and he was really gentle and he was really treating me like a lady sitting yep. there yeah, and i'm yeah. going 
this is better. Mm. Yeah. This yeah. feels better. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm going, what's, this is different. Yeah. And he treated me the way I identified, yeah. Yeah. which was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, tell us about your first track you picked <laughs> and why you chose it, because I've, I'd never heard this version before. It's actually one of my favorite songs ever. Mm. Um, I think it's the most beauty, beautifully crafted pop songs ever mm. written. Mm. It um, was actually played as the um, at our friend's selling Chris's wedding. And oh. it was the the song that actually started everyone before the ceremony, oh. and it was just be- it, yeah, it brought really me was. to tears because it's just such a fabulous song. Well, I'm a big fan of the Muppets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Ah. So my 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 kids and I are always. I, I like to do Kermit the Frog. <laughs> oh my god, that is oh the best my god. Kermit. <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> You've been sitting on that one. Yeah, so, so I usually kind of sit there and have arguments with myself, going, "Listen, Frog." <laughs> so, and so, and so I, I, I usually do like the Twelve Days of Christmas and do all the voices of the Muppets, right? Oh my god! And so I love it. That was my growing up was on the Muppets. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I love Kermit the Frog's version of. Rainbow Connection. Yeah, it's beautiful. But I heard this one, and it's a bit of a mashup, and I can't remember what it's mashup of. Is uh, I think it's from Willy Wonka. I think it is. And this is a beautiful version. And for me, it, there, there's things in there like, I know I'm supposed to be somewhere. I know I'm supposed to be someone. Yeah. I know there's there's something more than what's going on now. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm I, I'm supposed to be here, but something's calling me somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's how I associate this: is there's something more, and I need to do it. Well, without further ado, we will introduce your first track for the night, which is Kenny Roggins with Rainbow Connection. You're listening to Chatterbox with Andrew and Brett and our very special guest, the beautiful Michelle, on Joy 94.9. Timothy Frog, you are listening to Chatterbox. Yay! <laughs> oh my god, I'm so impressed right now. I love it. It's so good. I swear to God, it's so good. <laughs> oh my god. You are listening to Chatterbox tonight. It's our very special guest, uh, Michelle. Normally you hear on Transpositions and the show before us on a Tuesday night. But my love, quickly, what's, yes. what's our show about? Look, we bring in a member of the community and they get to tell their story through song and chat. A couple of laughs, quite a few laughs. And impressions, it would have been. Which is fantastic. Oh, no. <laughs> Someone's stuck their hand up my ass and made me a it. <laughs> 
my love. Yes. We've just had a message. We have. It says, hello, darlings. Lovely hearing your smiley voices and your guest, Michelle. Mwah. XXX, Sean. Oh, Sean. lovely. Hey, now, just before, we were playing Rainbow Connection, and we were around probably talking about Michelle's early life, and you were identifying, and then you were going out in clubs and you were trying to sort of you were you were really just identifying as who who you've become exactly yeah so tell us a little bit more or you're starting to go out you have met someone who's helped you or who sat you down as you said treated you like a lady Mm -hmm. and that's the way you wanted to be exactly did the fairy godmother come along and give you a dress (laughs) or did you go to the ball I was I was going out and about and, and trying different places and I was getting on doing like amateur drag and trying to figure just out what the hell I was doing. Yeah. yeah. And I had a moment where I'm I'm in this place and it's so seedy and just so it just wasn't me. I wasn't yeah. clicking. Yeah. You know, you get this moment where you go, Yeah, this isn't right. And I remember going out to my car and it was a snowy night and I sat in my car and like the whole parking lot was filling up with snow and here I'm sitting in my car going just staring off the space going, Where am I going? What am yeah. I doing? What does this mean? And I, I thought to myself, you know, there's something more to this. You know, I've, I've got something more going on here than, than, than what this is. This isn't, this isn't just um, a fun. This isn't something I'm doing for self-expression. I'm thinking something's more here. Yeah. And I remember going to my, my mom and my aunt, and I'm sitting there in the car with my mom and trying yeah. to tell my mom. And I was on the tip of my tongue. And my mom, I think my mom knew. Did you know, sorry, at that point that it was, you were trans or did you just, you were still trying to figure out exactly I was still trying what? to figure out exactly what it was. Yeah. Because look, I was still attracted to women. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I just, I wanted the 2.5 picket fence yeah. life. Yeah, I, that's yeah, what I yeah. knew. That's what I thought I wanted. Yeah. And um, I tried, I really tried. And, and the next thing you know, I'm back at the gym, shaving my head and, and working out and, and trying to be you know, trying to be a man. Yeah. yeah. And was that really just rebelling against what you sort of knew was there anyway? I or, think so. Yeah. I just trying to, no, no, this is what I'm told I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Why am I acting like this? Yeah, what am I yeah. doing? Why the fuck am I putting on women's clothing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. Going, what the fuck's wrong with me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm going out. I'm, I'm back at the gym. I started dating this girl and this girl goes, you really should have been a woman. Like you, you know, you, you need to be with a man. You're, you're obviously a woman. And I'm going, fuck, she's picking up on this and I'm trying yeah, to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, okay, something's not right here. And this is after my first marriage had just fallen apart. Yep. Mm. You know, I kind of came out to my first wife and, and she didn't cook it very well. And I was trying to find my, my place. And, yeah. and next thing you know, I go no, back to the gym, working back out, yeah. purge everything that I was, you know, dresses and things. And I'd started buying, yeah. um, met my, um, my second wife online and I had really nothing left yeah, because yeah. I, I tried to sort of express myself a bit more and my family really didn't take it very well. Yeah, so here yeah. I was divorced, broke, sleeping on the floor, the Duna blanket. That's all I had. Yeah. Wow. wow. Like friends started blocking me out. Didn't want to talk to yeah, me. Yeah. Everything. I, I was going to say, how did, did friends react? Cause I think we've talked obviously previously about coming out as gay. Not yeah. every, you know, you, you can, you can have some, um, difficult friend, you yeah. know, there's some friendships that come to an end over that, oh, but course. how is it coming out as trans? Did well, you lose a lot of friends or in the nineties? Yeah. It was one thing now because of the way I transitioned, yeah. I, I transitioned different than anyone else. Yeah, I yeah. went slow. I let people transition with me. Yeah. Yeah, as yeah. soon as I started going one, one or two steps too far, I took one step back so they could catch up with me yeah. Yeah. and come along. So in this whole process now, when I came out, I maybe lost maybe four friends, yeah. but Really, were they true friends? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh, agree. You know, but at that time in the 90s, because it was so 
negative and all you saw was Jerry Springer and yeah. you know my my midget lovers used to be a man yeah, yeah you yeah. know like yeah. <laughs> Jerry Springer and Maury Povich oh. really didn't do a great deal for <laughs> no. a lot of people a lot of people my goodness it's it's funny you know um, Andy and I um, watched a few years ago my transgender my transsexual summer oh great show and um, it was only really Andy and I w- were when we were watching it it was probably the first time that we looked like, for me anyway, that I said, Christ, it was hard coming out. Hmm. But I wasn't, I, I did not have, I might have had society judge me or what I felt like society was judging me because of who I wanted to sleep with. Mm-hmm. But there's this group of quite wonderful individuals who are struggling with gender. Mm. So it's it's not even... I, I, I don't even think they're in the same ballpark. They're, it's, it's a complete... And I didn't really fully understand... Well, when you think about it, you coming out, right? Yeah. Let's go say you started a job tomorrow. Yeah. You could still start a job, and you can go and straighten it up. Yeah. And no one would know. No. I'm six foot bloody three. Yeah. You know, I, I'm... I'm I'm a side of beef here. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> you look at me and go, yeah, yeah, she, she obviously used to be a man, but I've got to present a certain presence yeah. to make sure people understand who I am and oh, what yeah, I am yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. you know, my professionalism, everything. I've got to sell myself on a yeah. whole nother level mm, than you do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it, it, there, there are so many different challenges you have to go through. Yeah. Um, you know, you're also talking like me with my mom. My mom, I finally, my mom obviously found out on the internet because yeah. Yeah. We, we weren't talking. And my mom replied and said, oh, well, you know, that's gay. That's gay, Danny. And I go, mom, it's, it's, and she goes, no, being gay, that's gay. If you want to date men, that is gay. Mm. And then it's very bad still back where she's at. And I go, mom, look, I said, I'm a woman now. I said, you know, and please, can you stop calling me Danny? It's Michelle now. I said, that's how I identify. I don't care what you do to yourself. You're still going to be a man. You'll never be a woman. Yeah, yeah. You're just a faggot gay freak show. Oh, really? Oh. And I go, Mom, seriously, that's oh, just, awful. you know. And she goes, what a fucking waste. I should have aborted you. Oh, oh my, God, my yeah. God. How awful. Look, and as I said, I think when you go through things like that, you must have such an incredibly strong sense of who you are to be able to, no, you have to. talk about that Um now and i'm sure it hurts i'm sure yeah. it hurts yeah. at the time and i'm sure it still hurts but, now but, to be able to to just go do you know what this is me and it doesn't matter how hurtful you are hmm. um this is me and i'm happy with who i am and then people wonder why there's such you know trans people walking around chips on their shoulder when you, your own mother is yeah. telling you things like yeah, this yeah, you know yeah. saying they're going standing up for themselves going no i am here and i'm standing up for myself yeah, and i yeah. am i do i am who i identify please stop it yeah, you know, yeah i'm on the train yeah. and i have people in the corner going and saying no, no, seriously, it's a man. I swear to God, that's a man. Look at it. Look at its arms. Look at its hands. It's a man. Yeah. And you're going, I'm just it's horrendous. Just man, I'm just catching the train to work, <laughs> trying to pay the rent. Shut up. Exactly. Leave me alone. <laughs> exactly. Now, Michelle, tell us a little bit about your second track and why you chose it. I I just got done going through divorce and I had been trying to figure out. I really felt no hope within yeah. my life yeah. at that time. So we're talking about 23 yeah, and yeah. this song was really playing. And I think at that time I couldn't see my life past maybe the year 2000. Wow. Yeah. Like I, I just pretty much was, you know, I, I pretty much my life is, I don't know where it's going. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. here, when you're at that point in your life, you start thinking and planning out your own funeral songs. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought the song was so beautiful and it, it still gives me, gave me hope. Yeah. But at the same time it was, 
I said, yeah, if I if, if I die tomorrow, this is the song I wanted to have played. So what yeah. is the song? This is As I Lay Me Down by Sophie B. Hawkins. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, Michelle, on Joy 94.9. It felt like springtime on this February morning In a courtyard birds were singing your praise I'm still recalling things you A diverse sound for a diverse crowd. Joy 94.9. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, Divine Michelle from Transpositions on Joy 94.9. I have never been described as divine have before. Have like, No, well, I like that. There's a, something horribly wrong with the world if you haven't. Oh, well, there you go. Now, Michelle, you're... <laughs> you're going to be my PR person from now on. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you're, the track you just played was As I Lay Me Down, Sophie B. Hawkins, and you yes. said it came at a really dark point in your life. Right, exactly. And I, cons- I didn't see any further in my life. I didn't see my life really getting anywhere. It was very much like, okay, well, I guess this is very much it. So what was the turning point? The turning point for me was, I remember going with my, my ex, uh, my first wife, to Portland, standing on there on the, on the beach, and I kind of disconnected. Yeah. And I kind of thought, nope, I need to figure out where I'm going, what I'm doing. I ended up actually meeting my, my future wife online. Yeah. And at that time, I had nothing left. Everything was gone. Um, sleeping on the floor, as I said. Next thing you know, here I am in Australia, um, getting married in the beach wow. in Queensland. Yeah. Um, and I remember standing there on the beach, looking out into the ocean, going, how the hell did I get on the other side of the ocean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I, I was just there like a year ago. Yeah, yeah, And now yeah. I'm here. And the next thing you know, we're taking a holiday off to Thailand. And here I am in this massive ball and a suit and tie and, and this big gala. And I'm going, I had a, like a massive surreal moment where everything just like went vertigo. And I, I felt like collapsing going, how, where, how? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a, you're waking up from a weird dream. Yeah, you know, yeah, everything was yeah. so dark and whatever. Now here I'm happy poolside. And yeah. You know, it's raining while I'm dancing in the water. You know, wow. like wow. wow. And um, you know, looking at and again, you know, I tried to live that 2.5 picket fence. I tried to push away everything feminine in my life. Yep. I hated makeup. I didn't want anything to do with anything. Next thing you know, I'm doing makeup. Someone, whatever the boys are playing, watching footy in yep. the other room. I'm in the kitchen with the girls doing everyone's makeup. makeup. <laughs> so when I came out, everyone actually thought, "Well, no, no, Daniel, just be. He's just gay." Yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah, I come yeah. out, and they're going, "We didn't expect this." Yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah, at, yeah. at what? Because you, you you mentioned earlier on in the show that that um, you tried dressing as a woman and, and living as a woman, and then you'd fought it and sort of lived as mm-hmm. a man again. At what point did you actually decide to transition? Well, there was a, a few years into my marriage, um, to my second marriage, we were together for 12 years. Yeah. And we had split, and I had, again, thought about it, maybe coming out, wasn't too sure, but I had a daughter, and I yeah. thought, no, I'm a parent. I'm yeah, not going to yeah, do this. Yeah, Why yeah, should, yeah. I'm not going to do this. I, gotta, I need to work at my family. I need to work on things. But what happened was is our marriage had fallen apart again. Yeah. And I just, God damn. I, I thought something's not right with me. Yeah. I need to look into this. And we had just done like about a month or two before we split. It was, um, it was about a month actually. It was my birthday and I had a D party for, for Daniel and I went and did drag. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm standing there and I got all done up and my ex had looked at me and said, I don't know 
what is going on, but what was in my living room was not drag. That was a woman. Yeah. 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 And, um, one, one day she just said to me, she goes between work, kids and my sport roller derby. I don't have time for you the way that you want. Yeah. And all I really wanted was my, my wife to be my partner yep. yeah, by my yeah, side. Yeah. You know, I wanted her to be my supporter as I'm supporting her. I went on with my life. I said, fine, I can't be an at home nanny. I can't be a ghost in the hallway. I need to figure out where my life is going. Yeah. Yeah. And I went and saw a couple of different, I actually didn't just stop with one psych. I saw two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanted to make sure that if I'm doing this, that this is exactly what I think this is. And yeah, they said yeah. to me, they said, if you don't do this, it's going to get worse and worse. And, you're just, you'll probably end up leading to suicide yep. and, and darkness. And I said, okay, well, let's, let's look into it. Let's start doing little bits at a time. Let's yeah, yeah. do blockers. See if that makes a difference. Let's, yep. maybe it's the beard. Maybe if I can do half, half, maybe I can, you know, and no, no, I just need what to go was, further, further. Michelle, you, you, you started tonight and you said that you felt you, you identified mm-hmm. at a really young age. Mm-hmm. And what do you think the blocker was? What do you think? Because cause you kept on coming Society. back to it and it wasn't going away. It's really? What, look, I mean, I can show you a photo of what I looked like before. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And when you look at what I was before, and this is what everyone had saw. Yeah, and I thought, yeah. well, no, this is what I am. This is who I need to be. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm this person. And this is, you know, how I wow. lived my life. And... I could never see myself as the woman I am today. Yeah. Wow. You know, I was, I was hairy. I was beard. I was, yeah, yeah. you know, everything. And yeah. you know, you're, you're standing there and going, yeah. yep, this will never, this will never be. So yeah, can I ask yeah, Michelle, yeah. what was it? Was it, was it a gradual transition or was there yeah. a point where you looked in the mirror and thought this feels right? There was a point where I looked in the mirror. It was a gradual thing, but it yeah. was a point where all of a sudden I felt pretty. Yeah. Yeah. And I go, and how did that feel? I felt alive. Yeah. And I go, as a man, I shouldn't know what pretty feels like. Yeah. Well, what, what's pretty? I mean, there's handsome. I feel strong. I feel confident. I feel whatever. But I felt, I felt pretty. pretty. Yeah. And I go, I like feeling pretty. I, 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 I'm not, look, I'm not the most attractive woman in the world. Let's be honest. But I'm, I don't care. I think I, you're I selling feel, yourself quite short. Uh, I think you really are. Thank you. You've got great hair. <laughs> Everyone loves my hair. Well, <laughs> most women will kill for that hair, Michelle. No, you know. um, but this is it. Like, I, I, I don't care. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. All I care about is how I feel on the inside to the outside. And I go, you know what? I feel pretty. I feel happy. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Where, yeah. And that's the thing that clicked for me. I'm going, that's where I had that turning point of this is what I need to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, because you... It was that feeling. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So tell us about your third track and why you chose mm. it, because it's it's very upbeat compared to where we've just yep, come yep, from. Yep. Um, it's that, I think there was a line in that um, I was like, uh, no matter what I do, you know, I still know that to me, way it, the message it gave to me was, you know, St. Peter will still call my name. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. Um, it, it doesn't matter. And, and so this one is uh, uh, Viva La Vida by Coldplay. And this actually is part of my one-year transition video, which I should share with you. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and it just, for me, it was like, it's just the stance of, you know, I'm here and I'm fighting. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. You know, it's such yeah, an empowering yeah. song. Yeah. So without further ado, this is Michelle's third track for the night, which is Viva La Vida by Coldplay. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our wonderful guest, Michelle, on Joy 94.9. When I gave the word Now in the morning I see 
You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, the gorgeous Michelle from Transpositions on Joy 94.9. How'd you get downgraded from Divine? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> gorgeous and that Divine, it's all part of the same. <laughs> hey, quickly, just, hey, the lovely Chris of Yarraville sent through a message and just said, hey, boys, was down to 1% and had to run up the stairs and grab the phone charger. Couldn't miss Joy. Lodge Sophie B. Hawkins track. Great show, as per usual. Oh, thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Now, Michelle. Yes, dear. You, I watched a wonder, wonderful, wonderful episode of Insight last week that you were on. You were mm-hmm. one of the guests on Insight. Tell us about that, because um, it was such a great oh, show. Yes, and it was so different to anything I'd ever seen. Yep. So last week we were on the episode called Love Transforms. So if you're going to Google it, go to SBS Insight Love Transformed. And so it was a great um, a chance to go and have a narrative from the partner, child, um, friend of the trans person. So normally yeah. a narrative is always about the trans person. Yeah, you know, yeah. Where this is great. So th- I was on there with my kids. My kids, they, they follow us around the cameras. We get their nails done, had some lunch, whatever. And they got to speak to my kids mm. and see my kids and see us live a normal family life, yeah. which was yeah. amazing. It's nice to see some positive trans narratives. Yeah. And then um, we, yeah. And so it, they asked me a few questions. They're talking about the issues with school, things like that. And yeah, so now I'm just kind of getting out there and trying to be more of a face and a positive narrative to the community. And You told a really beautiful story about, um, I think, when you were going to the school to pick your children up and something that your partner had asked you to do. Yeah. Um, and oh, then how the kids reacted. I was uh, asked to actually detransition for a day and wow. I had to go back to being Daniel for a day. Oh. And... Now, I do go and say my old name sometimes because it's part of a story. Yeah. A lot of trans people don't ma- like mentioning their old name. They yeah, call it yeah. dead naming, which yeah. I think is, I think it's gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I still see myself as uh, I was Daniel. I'm still Daniel. What I've done is I don't, I felt like I didn't necessarily transition. I integrated the best parts of yeah. myself. Wow. What and, a great and way being of Mich- it. Exactly. And being Michelle is shining through of who I am as a person, the most positive side of myself. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had to go back and put a binder on my breasts. I had to go and put a, a jumper on some jeans yeah. and yeah. put a ball cap. But I had people approaching me going, Oh, it's so nice to see you. And Oh, so congratulations. And here I'm getting called Michelle and being congratulated. And here I'm dressed as a man yeah. in the schoolyard. My kids were pissed. They hated it. Yeah. They yeah. were not happy. My, my youngest actually stops me sometimes. And if I put on something that's a bit more masculine, my, my youngest hands on hips, dad. Yes, Peyton. Why are you just like a boy? <laughs> <laughs> um, Peyton, I'm just cleaning house. But you're a girl. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to put on a dress, sweetheart. You're not a boy. You're a girl now. Yeah. 
yes, honey, that's fine. And she sucks. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, awesome. but you know what? Isn't that wonderful? Because I think it leads back to what you were saying at the start of the show. And society was really what made you yeah. struggle a lot of the way mm. with, 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 um, you know, transitioning mm. and your child is just so, my children so prefer, prefer absolutely yeah. because they can see you happy and they, they see you as 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 female yeah. Yeah. and society hasn't indoctrinated that into them and i think no. it's so wonderful um and as i said it was such a fascinating story and it was such a lovely different take to what you normally see exactly. trans people represented as on tv thank you um, Michelle, you've been a fabulous guest tonight. Yep. We've run out of time. I wanted another hour. I know, my love. <laughs> but to play us out, your final song by Imagine Dragons. It's time. <laughs> it's, do I need to say more? Do you need to say any more? <laughs> my love, any final words tonight? No, just look, thank you so much, Michelle, because you've been so open and so candid, and it's just been absolutely wonderful to have you in. So thank you so much. Likewise. I look forward to complaining with you guys again sometime. Yay! Oh, that would be lovely. <laughs> and my love... See you next Tuesday, Australia. Good night, Australia. Good night. is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.